Yo, what's shaking, cornbread and bacon? It's your boy, Royal Crown Ain't Foil. Welcome to another episode of Truth Talk Radio, where we're all truth all the time. We talk about the truth, the way, and the life. We don't throw shade, we throw shine, you know what I'm saying? Man, I know it's been a long layoff, but look, we're back at it. Now look, today we're going to do, it's that time, it's fantasy season, fantasy football, you know what it is. Trash talking, smack talking, and our, and our team's falling short of the glory. But look... Man, we're back at 2019. We're going to do the top 10 running backs PPR. For those who aren't familiar, you just joined in fantasy football. PPR is points per reception. So you get points for the catch. We're doing full point PPR rankings. I got my boy B. Clegg, Brandon Clegg, in the building. You with me, homie? What's up, bro? Yeah. Let's do it. Next time you're going to do it to me, you got to say 2018 champion. Man, look, let me go ahead and say this. If y'all were tuning in last year, y'all know me and Clegg did a lot of the the rankings for for our league and, and the podcast but look we said we would be in the super bowl i said i'd win he said he won we both were in the super bowl but he ended up edging me y'all so y'all give it up to the champion brandon clegg he is the reigning champion in this league the true blue fantasy league what's up to the true blue what's up to the fan Bam fantasy league jacob i don't know the name of your league but what's up to you uh, so yeah man he did win it and he, it was a crazy season, but we ain't going to talk about that. That's old news. We're going to focus on this year. You ready or what? Let's, let's get it. All right, let's get it. So, look, top 10 rankings, bro. Uh, man, it's real deep this year. I, I like it. I like the running backs, the three-down running backs. They're, they're coming back like the way they used to be, and it's making me excited. I love running backs that are deep. So, man, I'm going to go ahead. Won't you hit me with your top 10, bro? Who you got? All right, man. You're right with the, the, the three-down backs, man. But don't let that false advertisement get you because some of them going to be down backs. They're going to be falling out real quick. Well, enlighten us, baby. Enlighten us. Let me do this, man. Uh, I'm going to go number one overall. And, uh, Jacob, I want to thank you for last year for this trade, man. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, number one overall. Mm. Receive running back, whatever you call it, man. Running back, that's my man. This dude had a phenomenal year, man. He had 200 carries for 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. Man, Cam Newton's got to throw to that dude in the backfield. 107 catches, 124 targets. That, that That's hard to beat. That's, that's even good for a receiver. But for running back to have that dual threat, yeah. 13 total touchdowns. He only fumbled the ball, I think, like three or four times. I mean, it's, you can't get no better than that, man. Yeah, he, had, he did have a good season, bro. Got to give him that. Again, Jacob, thank you. You know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, Jacob, thank you for trading them. That lopsided trade to help them beat me in the Super Bowl. Take all my money. Thank you, Jacob. All right, man. Number two, I'm going with my boy that, you know, I'm going to stay with him this year, too, probably. Hopefully, if I get him. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Now, I know people are, you know, sleeping on him because Odell Beckham left the team and they're going to stack the box against him. I don't care. That dude's calves is bigger than Bay City. <laughs> yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, not to mention, man, I mean, they're just going to have a huge workload regardless. They're going to lean on that guy again and again and again. Yeah. Just like McCaffrey, he's receiving back as well. I mean, he, he caught 90 passes, I think, as well, man. 15 total touchdowns. And listen, listen to this key stat. Zero fumbles. <laughs> man, to me, it don't get no better than that. <laughs> it, it's a tie toss-up, man. I mean, you got your picks. I got my picks. At the end of the day, we'll find out yes, who picked right separate the men from the boys right there number three uh i got new orleans saints alvin kamara mm-hmm. okay okay i, w- I wasn't sure about this pick man but you know 
I know Mark Ingram left and they got on Latavius Murray, but I don't think Latavius Murray is going to fit right with the scheme. We'll see how it goes, man. But y'all know how Alvin Kamara is. They do runs, catches, jukes, spins, jumps, hurdles, whatever you call it. <laughs> Acrobat. I mean, 18 total touchdowns, 14 rushing. I mean, that, that they're going to feed that man the ball. Yes, sir. Four points. Charge per carry. I mean, this it's, <laughs> he's the man to beat. You, you can't go wrong with any one of them three top three picks. I'm a top pick. Yeah, I agree with that. Go ahead. Keep keep spilling. Keep spilling, man. Uh, number four, you got your boy Melvin Gordon. Mm. Chargers. Mm-hmm. Man, I try to sleep on this dude every year. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you said that last year, too. I know. He's got one of the easier schedules this year. I think the fourth easiest schedule this year for running. Man, it's a very, very, very safe pick. He might not be the top, you know, three people, but he's very next to nine. I mean, you can't go to a different guy right there. He's They're going to give him the ball. He's going to score. He's going to do his thing. He catches the ball, too. Not as well as other guys. They're going to throw the ball to him. And if only playing 12 games, 14 touchdowns, I mean, that's, that's saying a lot. Yeah, yeah, that is. At number six, I got – uh. Man, I don't even want to do this. You're number six? I'm, I'm, number five. Number five. Are you good? I just now switched up in my mind. Just now. Number five. Oh, you switched I'm going. Almost for the moment. Number five, I'm going with Todd Gurley. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I hear all these people talking mess already. I hear Jacob and Mike in the background disagreeing with me. <laughs> but, hey. <laughs> number five, I'm going Todd Gurley. I got you. I got you. That dude is a touchdown machine. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's do that. 21 touchdowns total last year. That's insane right 17 there. rushing. That's averaging one touchdown a game regardless. If you're guaranteed a touchdown a game, come on. I know oh. people are going to uh, – they're going to slide back on them a little bit. I know what they're going to – man, we'll see. I'm not sure if he's going to, you know, tote the rock all the time, but I, I still think he'll get it majority of the game. Okay. And it's still only 14 games played. 21 touchdowns, 14 games? Come on. On the ball, maybe one time. That yeah. dude's average like five yards a carry. He receives the ball too. I mean, he catches the ball. I think 60 catches he had, 580 yards. Uh, that shit that ain't bad at all. Uh, the offense still gonna be doing good. So I mean, it's, it's can't go wrong there. All right, that's your number five. Who you got at six, bro? Uh, number six. Y'all can y'all start clapping now, all y'all cowboy fans. <laughs> I'm going to see you, idiot. Some people got him on top of the, you know, top two people. I just, I don't think he's going to be that good. And I'll tell you why. Mm. He ain't that good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the dude ran for, I mean, he carried the ball 300 times, mm. 1,400 yards. Yeah, that's very good. Caught the ball 77 times, 95 targets. You know, really good. Now, his only downfall to me, he only had nine touchdowns total last year. Mm. Yep. Touchdown. And, and six fumbles. Now, I mean, we I think we got points lost for fumbles. I, I think we do. But, I mean, this is a touchdown league as well. You don't score touchdowns, I mean, that's not going to help you. Enough. At all. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it, man, but I think Cowboys go uh, post-seasonless this year again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number seven. I recently had Todd Gurley here, but... I moved him up for this guy here, David Johnson. Mm, okay. Arizona Cardinals. 
Okay. Uh, he didn't have a too good of a year, but y'all got to remember this dude. His first couple of years in, he he was doing excellent, man. And now they got that Kingsbury guy. Mm-hmm. It's it's the sky's the limit for this dude now. Yeah, Mike. Still, he still carried the ball 260 times last year. He's getting to work. I think with Kingsbury coming on, though, I mean Kingsbury, they passed the ball on 65 percent of the plays. Only two teams in the NFL had did higher than that. Yeah. So they're gonna the ball, you know, backfield. Dave Johnson's a receiving back. He's gonna get his touches. Right. And with touches means more scores. More, more points. Like, last year, but he's gonna have probably you know at least fifteen this year. I, maybe not. Maybe higher. Ooh. Okay. All right. I know. All right, number eight. I'm going with my boy, my team, Cleveland Browns. Uh-oh. Nick Chubb. Come on now. All right. And I, you know, at first I wasn't sure about him. I uh, still kind of iffy about him, but the guy's good. You seen the breakout touchdowns he has? He had some speed. He's still on eighty-yard scores just for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah. Against one against my Raiders, I've seen that. True, true. We still lost that game, but we ain't talk about that. <laughs> and Nick Chubb, uh, people are gonna sleep on him for sure because you know we got Cream Hunt on the team, but Cream Hunt is not coming till halfway through the season. And I'm gonna tell you what. If Nick Chubb does what he's supposed to do and excels in that spot, Cream Hunt might not even play that much at all. They might keep him there just for trade bait, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm. I mean, Nick Chubb, only, man, he had 10 touchdowns. I mean, come on. He, he don't receive the ball too much, but he runs the ball 5.2 yards per carry. Mm. It's pretty high. It's a good number. It really is. I think it's one of the top ones out there. Yeah. Anyway, number nine. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Uh-oh. Jets. Jets? The Jets in the top ten? Uh-oh. Yeah, I shouldn't really say that. They ain't too good of a team. But it is Le'Veon Bell. You can't sleep on the guy. They got one of the top five schedules for running backs. Uh, he's gonna, he always averages around 4.9 yards per carry. Yep. Uh, almost five. That's, I mean, he's still really, really young. Right, right. I think the last time, man, he, he's capable of going 300 carries, which the Jets... They're going to run the ball. They're going to have to. Uh, he gets 1,200 yards every time he plays, every year on a healthy year anyway. Yeah. There's a couple of healthy years he had. He had 80 catches in each of them years. I know it's not Pittsburgh, but, I mean, what else do they got in New York? That's true. I think he might get, you know, give you some around uh, eight or nine running touchdowns, maybe three or four receiving. I mean, it could, could be a lot more, could be a lot less. It's interesting to see how it's going to play out over there. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. We'll see how they use it. All right. So that's your top 10. My number, my number 10. No, nah, my number 10 pick. Oh, okay. Now it's 10. All right, now it's 10. There, there's about, you know, four or five guys I can put here. Yeah, I agree with that. I still don't really know, but I, I'm going with James Conner from Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. Not a bad pick, man. But I mean, James Conner, he, he's gonna he's gonna get his carries too. I know they got the other guy. I forget his name. They're gonna split carries sometimes. Maybe, maybe not. Man, uh, there's only 200 targets available since AB and Jesse James left. They gotta give that to somebody receiving. Yeah, I think James Conner does an excellent job in the backfield. Mm. Uh, they probably he probably get at least 50 more of them. So mm. he might very well have 100 catches this year. Yeah. I think he hit 55, 60 last year. 
he didn't score me touchdowns receiving, but he had 500 yards receiving. I mean, that's, that's not bad. Not too shabby. Yeah, that's 50 points, 50 fantasy points right there. <laughs> he only played last year. He had 215 carries for almost 1,000 yards. Almost got there, but 4.5 yards per carry. He's getting the job done. Scored 12 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he fumbles here and there, which that's probably going to open the open timeshare for somebody else, but... I think Pittsburgh still got a pretty decent team. They're, they're going to do work still, for sure. Ain't a bad list, man. I, I like it. I like it. A couple different things, but, yeah, I mean, it's, I can see I can see everything you're talking about is backed up with facts, and so we just got to see how it play, plays out. So I'm going to come back to you. you I know you got, you got a sleeper in a bus, huh? Oh, oh, I got like 35 bus. But, yeah, I got one main bus that are going to be uh, – <laughs> on the same page as me for but go ahead and give me your top 10 man tell me how you feel about it man I liked it like I liked it man but my number one um and my story is is what what you're talking about um I got Saquon Barkley number one he was my for sure number one before Odell left but you can't lie when a when a player of that magnitude leaves the team somebody who stretches the field and demands that much attention from a defense you kind of get worried about it but at the same time like you said workload this dude he had 91 receptions out of the backfield and this is a three down running back a true workhorse um, 261 carries um, over 1300 yards with those 261 carries so he's making it happen 11 touchdowns on the ground four in the air um, and he's he's just gonna get better uh, that was just his first year. Now, like I said, man, that when Odell took, you know, came off, I was kind of worried. So he's my shakier number one, but I still, I still get him number one. I still get him number one. They fixed the O line. They added a couple uh, additions, and 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 a couple people are back healthy now on the O line. Um, I know they got Eli, but they brought in Daniel Jones to put some fire under his butt to make sure that he don't give the game away. But I still say, you know, with Evan Ingram coming off the you know with the tight end and still got capable receivers and Sterling Shepard and, and Golden Tate um, and Saquon Barkley is still going to get a ton of workload a ton of targets and he's my number one overall uh, yeah very very strong very strong yeah, yeah he can take he can take punishment like you said um, one one stat that that stuck with me he didn't fumble any any balls so I, I love a player who don't give up points off my fantasy team um, now number two um, it was a little toss up for me but I went ahead and went like you said touchdowns man I love touchdowns if your running back is not scoring touchdowns that's that's a red flag but uh, Alvin Kamara number two um, he didn't have he almost 200 attempts he don't run the ball quite as much uh, almost 900 yards rushing but he does he does it all he does it through the air he still had 14 touchdowns on the ground 14 in the air I mean four in the air so that he had 18 total, 273 fantasy points in PPR. And I think with, you know, with that offense and Drew Brees and the addition of Jared Cook at tight end, they're going to have so many weapons. And it doesn't matter who they play. He's going to have tons of running room when they do give him the ball. And he's heavily involved. They already showed two years in a row. No matter with when they brought Adrian Peterson, they brought Latavius Murray this year. And I agree with you. Latavius Murray, I don't think he's going to fit in that system just like Adrian Peterson didn't fit in the system. That That's Alvin Kamara's team, and he's going to carry a lot of load off of Drew Brees. They're going to try to keep him fresh through, so he can be fresh in the playoffs. I see Alvin Kamara having a big year again. 
Yeah, I thought whenever Mark Ingram was a, came back with him, played with them, I thought he was going to steal a lot of touches from Kamara. But, you know, Kamara still did his thing. Yeah, he's still – shown, he's shown that he's he's the number one over there and that he's the future of the Saints. So, man, I, I just like the offense, man. It's explosive. Look, I love a running back who scores 18 times in a city with 16 games. So, that's just me. Um, number three, and I was talking about scoring. This is why I didn't want this guy at number three. I kind of had somebody else, but I'm going to go ahead and just ride with it because it's about workload and opportunity. And I, at number three, I got Ezekiel Elliott. Um, just 300, 300 carries. Uh, and it was not even just about the carries and opportunity. He has 14, over 1,400 yards rushing. But something changed this past year that he's never had. He's had 77 receptions. And that's awesome. That's that's Le'Veon Bell type receptions right there. And if they keep giving him those tar- over 90 targets and, and toting the rock 300 times, he's a safe number one pick. Even over Barkley, he's a safe pick. The only thing that I don't like, like you said, is the touchdown. He only had six touchdowns on the ground. And that's that's to some of the bottom in the league. That's that's bottom of the league numbers right there. Um, nine total because he had since the receptions, the receptions helped him out. He got three reception touchdowns. But hey, let me hey, let me stop you right yes, there. Sir, yes, sir. I remember Dallas Cowboys had another running back did the same exact thing by the name of Demarco Murray, and then after that, that dude fell off the face of the earth. He did, but he had that one year. But this guy still had good years. Even the year before when he had ten games, he was still with top. He had over a thousand yards. Their O-line is good, and plus, their O-line wasn't that healthy last year. So, maybe that could be a reason as the digression for the touchdowns. The O-line's back. Everybody's good. Everybody's rocking. They had a late addition of Amari Cooper. He can stretch the field. Everybody's seen his yards after catch. He helped out that team a lot. And uh, with Jason Witten back, I don't see him having a good year, but I see him having having at least a productive year. Somebody to help the other tight ends and, and to help that offense actually get into the red zone more that was that offense was was kind of i would hate to say but it was trash last year and they didn't really see see that red zone and when they did i think that get at least like seven or eight um kind of cam newtonish uh he was like the first option to get so he had some rushing touchdowns which which hurts zeke but i think he'll have a bounce back year i think the touchdowns come up a little bit maybe eight or nine on the ground maybe a couple receptions but 300 times and 77 receptions. Give me that as a number four. That's a big back. work. Cool, big work. Cool. That's a huge work. I ain't talking down on Zeke Elliott. I, I, I really do hope he does well. I don't want him to get hurt or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been he's been healthy because he was a little banged up last year. Nothing bad. But man, he's a strong cat, man, and I think he still has a lot to prove. Um, moving on from that, number four, I do got Melvin Gordon. It was tight. It's a tight four. Um, the only reason I put him this year, I wanted to put him at three, but I put him at four under Zeke. Because he's never really healthy a full, you know, for 17 weeks, the full 16 games. But he does get the number. He totaled the rock 175 times, got almost 900 yards. But here's here it is. Just like the reason for Kamara, man, he gets touchdowns, bro. He's in an explosive offense, and now with Hunter Henry coming back, that's gonna cause more attention on the defense. He's gonna draw more attention, more running room for Melvin Gordon if he can stay healthy, which he only played 12 games last year. And he ended up with 252 fantasy points, 10 touchdowns on the ground, four in the air. That's 14 total. I, I can still see this cat getting close to 20 touchdowns, and that's what you want from your number one running back. Now, a cat, yeah, he doesn't fumble the ball much either. Yeah, he doesn't really fumble the ball. He, he has a great quarterback, a good defense who can actually keep the lead 
in some games so he can run the ball more and, and wind down the clock. So that's a good offense. That's a good pick, and I take him. Um, number five, um, I got him five. A lot of people, like my brother Brandon Clay, got him real high, but I got Christian McCaffrey. And the reason I got him at five, he's still a good pick. He's still a top five, maybe top six. Um, but one thing a lot of people forgot, last year, Christian McCaffrey, he got he started getting hot. It wasn't that he was just getting hot. Cam Newton was banged up. Cam, Cam Newton's always the number one option at the goal line. But when he got banged up with the shoulder and another injury that I can't remember right now, they started giving McCaffrey more touches at the goal line, which he got more touchdowns and more opportunity. They leaned on him more. And seven touchdowns on the ground, it ain't bad. And I know he does his, his work through the air. He gets his he got six recept, uh, receiving touchdowns, um, two, over 200 and carries, 219 carries, over almost 1,100 rushing yards. He's good. He's a good pick, safe pick. And a lot of people also forget the last eight games of the season, he had a gravy schedule. You can run through them defenses like Butter and a guy, Christian McCaffrey. That's why he was um, one of the most common targeted last year before the playoff race because he had an easy upcoming schedule. And then it showed, especially with Cam Newton being hurt and not being the first option. And you can tell Cam Newton was out of there. They really leaned on Christian. That ain't going to be the case this year. And so you're going to see a little bit digression from Christian McCaffrey, mark my words, but he's still going to be a top 10, like I say, maybe five, six overall running back. So don't I'll tell you what, man, that guy was close this year, but I think this year come up, he might have a thousand rushing, a thousand receiving. It, it could very well happen. Okay. Well, speaking of thousand that dude was like, whoa. Oh, yeah, no, he's good. He's good. He's, he's, he's a little cat, but he's, he's stocky. He's heavy. Not stocky, but he's strong, and he, he takes care of himself, and that's what you want from your running back. But speaking of 1,000 rushing and receiving, brings me up to my number six, and I got David Johnson, and he finished number 10 last year. I had him last year. It was a little headache because that offense was not good at all. O-line not good at all. Rookie quarterback, uh, trashy coach brought in Byron Leftwich started doing a little bit better now they got a coach who loves running backs who loves to throw the ball to his running backs a ton and they got a, another guy I think his name is Kyler Murray I don't really know too much about him it's like but no this they got a guy who can actually now you got to keep a spy on Kyler Murray somebody who's who they they compare him to the coach compared him to Patrick Mahomes-esque a smaller Patrick Mahomes he can throw on the run he got an arm um, he's very talented, and with a guy like Larry Fitzgerald helping him up with the ropes and, and being in the slot, I think I see a, I see a lot of opportunity for David Johnson. He stays healthy. Um, talking about a swole running back who would hit you, and he's shifty. That's David Johnson right there. He had 258 carries, uh, almost a thousand yards. Like I say, he he only averaged like 3.6 yards per carry, which is horrible because of that O line and they stacked the box. But he still got seven touchdowns on the ground, three in the air. That's 10 total. 197 fantasy points so i say with a better year better just better system i believe it's gonna suit him perfectly and kyler murray who you got to keep a, a spy on which is less in the box i think he, he finds more running room and he ends up at six for the year um after that a guy that a lot of people are down on professionals supposedly professionals are down on my boy clay don't even have him in the top 10 but mark my words he's gonna be a top 10 running back He's not all that, but his system is on fire. 
It doesn't matter who they put in this system. He's always a top 10 running back, and that's Kansas City's Damon Williams. Um, you can't really go off what he did last year because he came at the very end of the season. He only had 50 rush, uh, 50 attempts. Um, but in those 50 attempts, it was in four games. He had six touchdowns in four games. So he had more touchdowns in the games he played. And if you watch the he was the cat that he you didn't he didn't miss a beat when Kareem Hunt left. Kansas City didn't miss a beat at the running back position. And I know Tyreek Hill might be gone a few games and they're gonna lean on Sammy Watkins, but you still have Kelsey and you still have that that shotgun of an arm and Patrick Mahomes, this dude. He he's he's crazy. He's crazy with it. With a guy like that in the Andy Reid playbook. You want a running back, and Damian Williams can do it all. He can catch the ball. He has room to run. Mark my words, he'll end up top ten running back. And that he's he actually is one of my sleepers. So y'all can y'all can sleep on him all y'all want. I'll take him in the later round. Man, I got a comment uh, on Damian Williams real quick before you yeah, go ahead. One man, it's two things for those y'all out there that you know ain't heard much about him. He's good. Two stats about him you might want to know though. Uh, he's never carried the ball more than thirteen times in a single game. It's not a lot of usage for a guy. And within San and Carlos Hyde, I don't know how it's going to turn out over there either. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I'm with Cat. I'm not scared of the Carlos Hyde situation. Um, I, I'm going to let it play. I'm going to have it to where I think they got insurance. I think Carlos Hyde is a good back, but there's a reason Cleveland didn't want him. There's a reason that he didn't pan out in Jacksonville. I think he's on the down, downward, downward trend. And but and Andy, but Andy Reid knows what he wants, and he knows that uh, Carlos Hyde is a capable back to run his system. So if Damian Williams goes down, he won't he won't miss a beat. He'll have Carlos Hyde, who's capable to run the ball. He can catch the ball. He can block, protect Mahomes. And I think that's what it is. But Damian Williams knows more of the playbook. You seen what he did in the playoff? He shredded the Colts. He was acting up against the Patriots. I mean, it didn't matter who it was. Damian Williams was acting up, and. Like I said, man, six – it just the regular season. It's not talking about playoffs. But six touchdowns in four games against good teams, man, that, that's that's all Andy Reid right there. He knows what he's doing, and I trust his system. He's never had a bad back. Um, so number eight brings me to number eight. Number eight I got from the Pittsburgh Steelers, James Conner. Like you said, man, 215 attempts, almost 1,000 rushing yards. I know he missed a game or two. I don't got it exactly how much, but I know he missed a game due to injury. Um but he had 12 touchdowns on the ground. And Steelers still got one of the best O-lines in the biz. Um, even with Antonio Brown gone, you still got Juju. Um, they're gonna He's going to demand some attention now, uh, see how that works out. But, you know, they brought in some weapons. And with Big Ben, who can sling the ball around, and, and with that horrible defense, I don't think they fixed the defense at all. Um, you're still going to see James Conner get his numbers. You're still going to see the receptions. So I got James Conner number eight overall. And number nine, it brings me to uh, a lot of people like like Clegg said are sleeping on. I still got Todd Gurley in the top ten. Number nine, I think he'll digress a little bit, not too much. He he's still the man. They still he still got a big contract. Um, that system. It, here it goes from seven on down, man. It's all about the system, the Ram system. Sean McVay, man. The playmakers he has, the weapons with Brandon Cooks and and Cooper Cup coming back and Robert Woods. They just they're gonna spread that. They're gonna spread spread the offense. Man, they're gonna stretch the field with those guys. There's a lot of running room from Todd Gurley. He doesn't need to get hit too much. And uh, man, you can't ignore the touchdowns. You know, 21 TDs, and he, he he didn't even play. 
he missed two. He only played what fourteen games. Fourteen. I mean, that, yeah, that's insane. Like it, it's it's the he's a good running back, but as as Jeff Fisher showed you, if you don't use him right, if you it, it, the system can can bring down any any true player. Like they won't have a chance to spread their wings if the system don't fit them. This system is perfect for Todd Gurley. Um, all the all the stuff about his knee. Um, you know what I mean? Like he showed in the playoffs, like he ran all over the Cowboys. The Cowboys had a decent defense last year, pretty good one actually. And they couldn't, they had no answer for Todd Gurley with his limited touches. He still had it. The reason they, now the Patriots, Super Bowl, that's a different story. I, I, I give credit to Bill Belichick. He knows how to take your best players out the game. And he, he did exactly that. We won't judge Todd Gurley on the Super Bowl, but he's still good. Yes, his knee, it, it has, they call it a, a tightness to his knee, a little um, arthritis, an arthritis symptom in his knee. And that sounds kind of bad, but man, he didn't get any surgeries, any of this. They're just managing him. And I believe he's still going to get uh, about 200, 215 carries, which is great in that system. So Todd Gurley, number he was only 24 years old. He's still young. He's still young. This dude ain't 34, 33. He's he's young. He's going to heal fast. I think they're just preserving him. And uh, even with a lessened workload, man, this dude was number one overall, which will knock him down to number nine overall. He's still a top 10 dude, man. Don't sleep on him too much. Uh, now, number 10 overall, I got Le'Veon Bell. And, it's, and this is all due to skill set and opportunity, like we said. So with the Jets, He's have nothing but opportunity. Who else do they have? Nobody. Um, they got Sam Darnold. They got Adam Gase. Um, I don't really want to talk about, I don't really know what's going on between Adam Gase and Le'Veon Bell, not him liking the pick. But the bottom line is they got Bell. They're not trading him. They signed him, even though he didn't get it. The, the deal everybody thought he was going to get, he still got a very good deal. He's in top three running back in terms of money. And so they're not going to let that go to waste. He's the man. He's a three-down workhorse. Um, Sam Darnold needs somebody to throw to. It can't just be Robbie Anderson. It, it, it can't be uh, Quincy uh, Inikiwa. I don't know his last name, but it can't be them to, to get peppered with, with targets. Le'Veon Bell, man, this whole offense is going to go through him. Yo, we're shaking cornbread and bacon. It's your boy, Royal. Had to take a brief intermission real quick. But like I said, man, we'll go ahead and finish up this top 10. Number 10, I had Le'Veon Bell, New York Jets. I mean, the opportunity is there. The job is his. There's nobody. He's not sharing the ball with anybody. I think um, even the defense won't be. It'll be decent, but it's not going to be a shutdown defense. So that means they'll have to throw the ball a little more. Who else to throw and check down to? And Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Robbie Anderson's not going to be a number one uh, top ten receiver. And not as the other guy. Jamison Crowder ain't either. Uh, it, I mean, it might sound okay, but Le'Veon Bell is the man over there. Opportunity and talent is there. And we'll see if uh, they got the system that fits them, man. So, what you think, boss? That's a good list. I wasn't too sure about that Daniel Williams pick. But, man, hey, it's your list. Go with it, man. I, I, can't, I can't be mad at you. Yeah, yeah. And also, saying that, the NFL playoff challenge, I'm the champion of that. Y'all didn't, you didn't mention that earlier. So that happened because I had Damian Williams as, as a, one of my running backs. So, and he, I, I just believe, man, Kansas City's in, they got the system, bro. And with Travis Kelsey there, maybe a healthy Sammy Watkins, see what they do. Uh, maybe Mars, uh, what's his name? Mirko Hardman, uh, the guy that he's supposed to be like Tyreek Hill. If Tyreek does miss time, 
I think I think they got enough weapons and with Patrick Mahomes, man, I think it'll be good. All right, now look, let's move on to the next segment. I heard you got a thousand sleepers. I mean, a thousand busts and one sleeper, right? So just give me, uh, <laughs> if you want, at least one sleeper and one bust. Who you got, bro? My sleeper, uh, I ain't gonna say much about him because uh, y'all don't know much about him yet. <laughs> Jacobs for the Oakland Raiders. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm only saying this for one reason only. First year running best drafted in the first round. They have averaged 284 touches. Mm. Mm, that's a good number right there. And over there in Oakland, man, you got AB, but you're gonna have to run the ball too. And with that dude over there, he's he's gonna uh, he could be the next Saquon. I mean, I it's a lot of praise, I know, but he he could be that good. Yeah, I mean, he has a talent, man. He has a talent, fresh legs. I mean, that makes me feel good as an Oakland Raider fan, but uh. So define sleeper right now. Josh Jacobs is going in fourth round, late fourth round. Do you think that's good, or do you think? Uh, what do you think about that? I can't give you all my secrets. Okay, okay. I just wanted to see. But I mean, but hey, I, I would say this though. Uh, you know, you know, had the last couple of years Ezekiel Elliott, then you had uh, Saquon. You know, just top tier backs. Josh Jacobs could be in that tier. Man, okay. He's got a lot of potential. So, I mean, I mean, fourth round, I, I think, yeah, that's, that's a steal. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think fourth round is is a little steal. Maybe he'll be he'll give you uh, some second or third round uh, production. So we'll see what happens, man. And so who you got for your bust, bro? Man, my bust. I wanted to draft him earlier this year, but I I can't do it. My bust is gonna be Devontae Freeman. Uh oh. <laughs> So what- I, mean, I, 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 I say it's a bust, but look, Tevin Coleman's not there no more. So it's going to be Devontae Freeman running the ball. I know Edo Smith is stepping up, so that's going to hurt Devontae Freeman for sure. But yeah, you got to remember, his first year he played with a coach, Dirk Cutter. Right, right. That year he fell out of the top 35. That year he had 248 yards, one touchdown, 65 carries. Mm. He's going to get more this year. Yeah, I think it's gonna hurt him in the long run. I think Edo Smith's gonna end up taking that job over real quick. Oh, real quick, huh? So he ain't got a chance then. I don't think so. Okay, all right, we'll see how it goes. Don't listen to me. I'm just the champion. Don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, man. I feel you. All right, so I guess I'll get on to mine. Um, man, I got a, I like I said, I got a few, and I can't give y'all. It's the real good sleeper. I want to give y'all the real good sleeper. I'm going to help the people at home who haven't played or need some help. But, man, um, I'm going to just stay right there. So here, here's what we're going to do to allow y'all to make a decision. I think my sleeper is Devonta Freeman. And why, the reason I say that, he's going, I've seen him go between the fifth and seventh round on mock drafts. And if you get him there and you already have, like, say, a Saquon and a let's say uh, Le'Veon Bell or something, something like that, or Saquon in a mixing, why why not take a stab at Devonta Freeman? And for this reason only, forget the past and the history, you got to watch the draft. Here's why you got to watch the NFL draft. The Falcons picking an offensive lineman and then trading up and getting another offensive lineman in the first round. That lets you know what they want to do. They're going to protect Matt Ryan. They're also going to run the football. And Devonta Freeman does catch out of the backfield. And you know, Julio Jones is a for sure number one guy. Uh, besides Julio, you still got Calvin Ridley and Austin Hooper. Everybody is hoping that, that they jump up in production. 
but man, they love to run the football. If you still got Jake Matthews on that line, that's going to be that's a sleeper old line actually, which will produce a sleeper running back. I'm not saying he's going to be top ten, but I think he might be top twenty. And getting him in the sixth, seventh round, like I've been seeing him going, is going to pay off for an awesome flex option. Maybe even a low end number two running back. So mine's Devonta Freeman. Um, okay. Now my bust. Uh, I, I wouldn't really call it a bust. It's a bust to me, but he won't be a bust overall. Now, you know what? I'm going I'm to stay away from that. Um, my bust for real, uh, let me see. And I got so many. I got so many busts. But I want to pick a good one. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, no, that's not really a bust. Man, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get y'all a good one, man. Somebody who y'all real high on, but he's not gonna do so good. Um ding, ding, ding. I can throw a name out there. It's gonna hurt Jacob's feelings, but I can throw a name out there for you. Yeah, yeah, I can throw one too. And I like this guy too, and he's actually ranked in the top ten. But I don't think he's gonna be top ten at all. Um, simply because some some news. Man, should I do it? Should I spoil it for everybody? Spoil it for Clegg? You can spoil it for me. My team's already set. Nah, nah, your team ain't set, bro. Because <laughs> if don't forget, I didn't make any trades last year, and I still went to the Super Bowl. Did my you win? I drafted. I drafted my team ninth. Nah, man, because y'all cheated. But anyway, look. Uh, uh, <laughs> nah, he's not really a bust. But I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. He's he's gonna. What I mean by bust, he's not gonna be sorry, but he's not gonna produce what you draft him as and, it's, and mine is going to be Joe Mixon and here, here's a here's a couple reasons why I think he'll be a low end number two a solid flex but he's being drafted as a low number one a high end number two and it's because their star left tackle is out for the season the one they drafted from Alabama the first round not only that um, and the coach really loves Giovanni Bernard he's been getting half of the first team reps at every camp they're talking good about Gio um, and they're talking about splitting those boys 50-50. And if that's the case, especially with that hurt left tackle on the line, their star that they invested in, I see a just digression for Joe Mixon. Um, he, he, this is a PPR league, so like I said, he'll give you maybe some solid flex numbers. But as a low-end number one, high-end number two, he's not going to be in that draft. Not, not be in that draft production. So yeah, I can see that. I just wait on him a little bit is what I'm saying. I've seen people getting him high second round. I haven't seen him get low first round. And he's not he's not going to put that production. There's plenty of options out there. So I, I say that's my bust for 2019. All right, then, y'all. So anything, any, any last words you want to say, Clay, before we sign off? Yeah, a couple couple things, man. I just want to hit on this one running back just for a little bit just to put it in people's ears. One little comment. Go ahead. Seattle Seahawks, Chris Carson. This comment, comment. From week 12 on, he was the number four running back behind only McCaffrey, Saquon, and Derrick Henry. Mm. That's, that's, a good, that's a good little stat. That's all I got to say, man. That's, that's a good stat, man. Seattle, I don't know. I stay away from the monsters, man. Uh, they do run the ball a lot. They run the ball a lot. They're actually the – they pass the least – so if they're not if they're passing the least, that means they're running a lot. So man, that's not a, that's not a bad investment. He might might be a sleeper out there. Um, 
I ain't going to give y'all too many sleepers. Y'all going to steal them, man. I know Mike Gonzalez needs a lot of help. Talked to him the other day, and he says he can't wait for the podcast to come out because he's seen how spot on we were last year. If y'all read, go go back and listen to the old podcast. You'll see how me and Clay were really spot on with a lot of the stuff we said. We were probably wrong about one or two things in each segment. And, and that ain't gonna Mike Gonzalez, man, I, I know last year I told, us, uh, told y'all about this a lot, but you want to get on this podcast, Mike, you can't keep talking about it. You got to come on and join us. And it goes for anybody out there. Y'all are welcome. Jacob, I know you want to get on, too. We can have a whole big discussion. That's that's more than a challenge right there. Maybe they'll hop on, man, because next time, look, we're going to connect maybe in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm going to take a vacation, take the family out, get away from everything, come back. It's back to work, grind time. We're going to do top 15 receivers PPR. And, man, there's some things shaking up with the receivers, and y'all need to know about it. Don't just go drafting on names now. I'm going to clear one thing up with Brian Garza real quick. Hey, King Griffey is not dead. <laughs> hey, y'all got to be in the text, man. Look, this is Royal, man. That's Brandon Clay. Man, we signing off. True Talk Radio. We don't throw shade, but we throw shine.